Good morning, my beloved brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome back to The Waiting Room. This is episode number 200. 200 times I've gotten on here and annoyed you guys with my voice. (laughs) I've ruffled feathers. I have made people angry. I've had people call me some things that are not very nice, but you know what? It is all love. And I can't wait to meet you in the kingdom. We're in a season that uh, that is changing a lot of things around us, right? You're seeing that people are uh, being removed from each other. There's people breaking up everywhere. There's people being pulled apart from each other. There's definite work being done in the dark in the darkness. I'm seeing people fall back into old habits, people that came to Christ. I'm seeing the apostasia right in front of my eyes. But today I want to talk about prepping things. Today I want to talk about if you don't know Jesus, there are some things that you should be preparing for. And I say that with love because if you know Jesus, you don't have anything to worry about. Your faith is in him and his might, and you understand that God is always in control. Therefore, you don't worry. But for those of you who do not have a relationship with Jesus and Father, then let's talk about the weather. Let's talk about things that could possibly happen. Let's talk about preps. Let's talk about getting... You know, putting some time today, take some time today and write down a list of things that you can do to better your situation in the event of an emergency. I started doing this about in 2018 was when I really started heavily prepping and five years went by like nothing, like nothing. And so now it's time for me to rotate out my buckets. I have buckets of beans, rice, white sugar, pasta, and oats. Oh no, flour, excuse me. I have another bucket full of oats, but that one's good for 30 years. So it's time for me to recycle out these buckets. And I I just thought that, you know, I should tell people, hey, There are really cool things that we can do to make sure that in case of a power outage, we have a leg to stand on, depending on where you're at geographically, you know, up here in in Washington state, it could get pretty darn cold. Once the power gets cut off, takes about 30 minutes and you feel the ice, but in other regions, you don't have to worry about it too much. So for the colder regions, let's talk about it. First and foremost, I'm going to encourage you to get a tent, a small two-person tent, even if you have a huge family. The reason I say this is because it's easy to put up. You could take turns in the tent. It will keep you absolutely warm. Remember, three layers of clothing keep you warm. Wool socks will prevent you from getting your feet wet, right? They dry quicker. They absorb better. Make sure you have mittens and gloves, even out of season and scarves and hats you know around the home like if you find that you need to cook 
one good thing that I saw the other day was, uh, you know, the muffin tins. People put uh, those little tea light candles in them and they put the pots over them and just cook like that. And that's what I mean. There's there's savvy little things that you're going to want to come up with, beloved, to just make sure that you're able to withstand. Because it's very important not to go running to camps or buses wherever they say hey look we're gonna we're gonna save you we've got supplies you don't want to do that you don't want to do that beloved not in these times we're headed into you want to be able to prepare and have things for your family and you want to wait it out as long as you possibly can It's really heavy on my heart today for some reason to just say, hey, the reason it's really important to know Jesus is because when these things come upon us, when we start facing real battles, like right in our faces, not just on the news, when you start to see them take your food, when you start to see them take people you know, when you start to see what happens in the dark when we're not paying attention, when they distract us. You're going to need to know Jesus in order to not fall apart, in order to not be succumbed to fear. There are a lot of things that are going to come, and I can't say when. All I can say is soon. But you can really pay attention to everything. If you don't spend time on YouTube diving down rabbit holes to find the news, I suggest you do that. It's amazing how much stuff doesn't end up on mainstream news, but it's all over the internet. Oh, beloved, we are headed into serious, serious revelation. And I listened to something the other day. I've always been, I guess... I can't say always, I can't use the word always because I've not always been a believer, but since becoming a Christian and since doing all my heavy studying and everything, I really was leaning towards the pre-trib rapture believers, right? I was leaning towards that until the other day I heard something, I heard a study on Bible radio and they were studying the book of Revelation, they were talking about when the saints are removed uh, in the book of Revelation. And uh, I believe it makes sense now that we would still be here for the first three and a half years, or excuse me, that the great tribulation doesn't start. So I think that I was misguided. Before the other day, I believed that the, the great tribulation would start as soon as the Antichrist stepped up and said, You know, I'm going to save all of you. What I think now is that the great tribulation is going to start when he rises up and calls himself God in the temple. Which temple, you ask? The one that the Jews are getting ready to build. Why on earth are they building a temple? Because they're waiting for their Messiah. Who's that? The Antichrist. (laughs) Because our Messiah already came. But 
they missed it. You know, they were so educated. They knew the Bible so well. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, they just, oh, they called him a blasphemer. They didn't know God enough to know that he was standing right before them. How sad is that? And it's the same way now, beloved. There are people out there that know scripture so well. They think they know God so well. And they don't. They're going to hear, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. Because so many of this, these religious leaders are out there for that money. Money, that dollar, right? They've made that dollar their God. And they've finagled away in this country to reap a whole lot of money from people who believe that it's going to help them get to heaven. And that's a lie. You don't get to heaven by your works, beloved. You do good works because God saved you and you love him so much that you want to do them. You don't do them to brag. You don't do them to put your head higher than someone else's. We're not supposed to tell and brag about the things we do for God. Not even fasting. I get irked when people, I'm going to do a fast. I don't care. Keep it to yourself. Keep it between you and God because the moment you speak on it, you're bragging. And it's not between you and God anymore. So you're doing it for others. You're, you're trying to be virtuous. And I'm not saying everybody is like this. I'm just saying there's reasons Father says, you know, do things for me in secret and I'll reward you in public. Because he sees everything we do for him and he knows whether we do it for him or for the praise of mankind. (laughs) I just had to pause because I really don't know where all these things come from when I'm talking to you. I know it's all the spirit and I know that I never have to know what I'm going to talk about when I come on here because Holy Spirit will guide me the entire way, the entire way. And I know that right now it's just very important for people to come to Christ. The other day I said to a friend of mine, I said, you know what? If you would just lay down all the excuses that keep you from reading the Bible and understanding it, such as, oh, there's so many contradictions. Oh, it's been changed so many times. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Have you read it for yourself? Have you read it for yourself? Because it's a powerful book. So Satan will do everything he can to prevent you from reading it, beloved. If you're listening to me now and you've never read the Bible and you have no understanding of it, that is not a mistake. Beloved, we are being distracted 24 hours a day by the devil and his minions. The darkness is thick here. It's hard to take time to read the Bible. You'll notice that you go to read it and you start yawning. You get distracted. Your phone will ring. Something happens. But God has a way of reeling you back in. If you've never read the Bible for yourself, beloved, I suggest you do. I have a podcast. uh, One of the episodes here goes through what all the books are about. There's an actual connection between each book. It, It all goes together. 
to complete a story, a story of this earth here, a story of mankind here, and what God had to do here in order for us to go home. Read it, beloved. It's fascinating what God has done for us. It's absolutely fascinating to know that Father created this for us. And it's sad that people just don't want it. But it's because it'll make you accountable. It'll make you examine yourself. And that's a hard thing to do. I I do admit when I first came to Christ and I went through the the examination process, right? That's the where you're looking at yourself and you're repenting for all these ways and all these things and all this the way that you lived the, the whole time and oh Holy Spirit just brings all these things to mind and you find yourself in tears. Just begging for forgiveness for living such a filthy, selfish life. The Bible is there for us because we have a Father who loves us in heaven. You know in your heart that there's a God. We were all created with him in our DNA. Yahweh is written in our DNA in Hebrew. I bet you didn't know that. I bet you didn't know that in Genesis 5, if you translate the names of everybody to know what the Hebrew name translates to in English, there'll be a message for you from Father in Heaven. Go through the lineage from Adam to Noah. There's a message there for you. Will you receive it today? Will you believe on the creator of all things? Will you believe that Jesus is the truth? He is. There's one truth, beloved. That's why there's so many lies. Don't get caught up on his name or pictures you've seen in the Catholic Church who does not worship Jesus. There's a reason we were told not to have images of things in the heavens. What a divide has been caused because people want to put a color of skin on Jesus. Or mankind wants to put their own rules on religions and their own rules on the Bible. I'm pleading with you today, beloved, whoever you are, whoever is listening. I'm pleading with you to get to know God, to get to know the truth, to come out of the world long enough to realize you do have a purpose here. The Almighty didn't create you for nothing. And it's not to be famous. It's not to be it's not to be famous and rich here, beloved. He wants you to come home to a place where you belong. Don't you want to go? So today I just ask you to pull away from the world long enough to talk to God. Ask him into your heart, beloved. He will do it. Open the Bible. He will reveal the words to you. Even if you don't understand it, beloved, pray, pray, pray. Draw near to God. Before you know it, you're going to have an understanding that surpasses most pastors in your neighborhood. It is incredible what he can do for you. 
be quick to forgive. Pray for long-suffering, patience, endurance. Keep love in your heart, beloved, no matter who it is. Remember, people don't know God if they're acting out in a certain way. And if they're acting out in a certain way and they know God, they're in more danger. So pray hard. Pray hard for the people around you. Harder for the people that persecute you. And with all that being said, beloved brothers and sisters, I'm just going to say God bless you. God bless you in a mighty, mighty way. I pray that you receive everything you need tenfold. I, I, oh, wow. I pray. Oh, Holy Spirit's coming upon me. I pray that the body receives him. I pray that the body of Christ receives the Lord today. And I pray that you guys go out there and you wake people up today. I pray that we grow the kingdom. Grow the kingdom. This business I have, none of this matters. Grow the kingdom. Grow the kingdom, beloved. It matters. God bless you with open eyes and open ears. Until next time.